What up, HyperChange? Welcome to another episode. Today, we're continuing to analyze what's gonna happen at Tesla's Battery Investor Day. I made a bunch of videos about the new cell I think Tesla will uh, unveil using Maxwell's dry battery electro. They're gonna come out with a million mile battery cell, last longer, more efficient, more energy dense, but we're not gonna talk about that today. We're not gonna talk about what that cell is, but we're gonna talk about what that cell could do um, and potentially unlock vehicle to grid charging, um, tie into what Tesla's doing as a virtual power plant network and have huge implications into the ownership profile of an electric vehicle and how you can monetize what that electric vehicle is, essentially a battery on wheels. So all of this started a couple weeks ago when I caught wind of something called AutoBidder. Tesla um, basically quietly released this new software platform called AutoBidder, um, which essentially uses machine learning, takes a bunch of data to optimize your battery assets. Actually, Tesla puts it very simply on their website. AutoBidder provides independent power producers, utilities, and capital partners the ability to autonomously monetize battery assets. It's a real-time trading and control platform that provides value-based asset management and portfolio optimization, enabling owners and operators to configure operational strategies that maximize revenue according to their business objectives and risk preferences. And this isn't beta. They say that AutoBidder has hundreds of megawatt hours of assets under management that have supplied gigawatt hours of grid services globally. AutoBidder operates at every scale from aggregations of behind the meter residential systems to 100 megawatt utility scale installations. With seamless integration between hardware and software, AutoBidder can be trusted to capture the revenues immediately after uh, project energization and 24 seven in dynamic environments. And they also have this link to a very fascinating case study that's been done of the huge battery that Tesla installed in Hornsdale, which was the biggest battery at the world at the time to basically replace these dirty fossil fuel peaker plants. The case study has shown the ability for that battery to react in record time, to deliver, to be reliable has been almost unprecedented, a game changer for the utility energy business. So thought, oh, this is great. You know, Tesla providing huge batteries to the grid. That'll be a nice little business. Awesome to see that getting validated. But what, what has happened recently? Tesla's battery investor day is happening in the foreground, totally unrelated to this grid business, right? Wrong. So frozen Canuck, huge shout out to this Twitter user, um, who actually got off the phone with, he's, he was awesome. He uh, took a screenshot and watched a video by Jeff Don, who is the researcher that Tesla's contracted to do battery research. He posted this video to YouTube about all his work that he's working on in some, I think it was for some school presentation, and it was taken down within a day or two because it leaked basically what Tesla was gonna announce as part of its battery day. This is my theory. And here's a screenshot by Frozen Canuck of the slide that I think says it all. These cells will be suitable, and he's talking about this new million mile battery cell, um, the Maxwell cell that we've all been speculating Tesla's going to build in-house. And he's saying these cells will be suitable for grid-tied EVs. With the smart grid, the driver should be able to make the, their vehicle able to be charged or discharged when parked at home or at work to set up maximum and minimum charge points that the next needed drive is possible. Vehicle owners should be paid for this by utilities. The future is very exciting. So this is a game changer. Basically what he's saying is these new cells I've developed can allow vehicle to grid charging. We built that into the system. And this is a service that is gonna be so valuable to the electric grid that utility companies should actually be paying the owners of these batteries. So once again, AutoBidder, this software platform to allow you to monetize your battery assets, I think is gonna allow you to monetize Tesla's leading battery asset product, it's cars. And so this is a game changer. Now, just a little bit of context into why this is such a big problem and why so many people have been asking about vehicle to grid charging. 
You know, the Nissan Leaf has V2G uh, capabilities. A ton of research papers have been put out about the ability for vehicle-to-grid technology to add massive excess storage capacity to the electric grid and buffer the biggest problem with renewables, which is the duck curve. So the duck curve is this problem that when you have all of this solar starting to come on the grid, you know, everybody's producing this massive solar energy at the same time. You don't need your main grid. But what happens when the sun goes away? You know, you need some way to store that energy. And that's why storage has been a critical puzzle piece of getting renewables to go mainstream is because the intermittent energy production of these renewable sources is too hard for the old electrical grid to handle. We need a buffer to store and, you know, uh, distribute that energy when needed. And that asset that can do all that storing and energy distribution may be driving around our cities already. It's the battery packs in your Teslas. But the problem is Tesla has not allowed vehicle to grid charging up until now. Elon Musk even said in 2018, very, very early on, we have the ability to use the car as a battery outputting power, maybe worth revisiting that. So it didn't seem like Tesla was working on it. But now, you know, it while they've advanced their battery cell technology, what they're doing from the home power plant situation is very, very interesting. There was a test program done in Australia where they tried to create sort of this virtual power plant network, essentially connecting homes with solar panels that also had the power walls on this massive connected network to sort of stabilize and, and use each other um, to power all of these homes. Essentially, this was the new term of virtual power plant that Tesla's created. Um, but now my theory is, and, and this has all been heating up in, in big, big fashion. Tesla actually recently, in just February of this year, um, got a license as an energy utility company authorizing it to generate um, electricity in the UK, basically, you know, getting the special license to become a utility operator. Um, so I think this is all so, so fascinating. And I personally thought vehicle to grid technology didn't matter that much. Um, and it, you know, it just didn't really excite me as a feature for Tesla's cars. But now let's dive into why this is so fascinating. Here's a talk that I found that JB, or an answer that JB Straubel gave um, in a talk about four years ago. That's when this video was uploaded to YouTube. I might try and upload my own version just because it's hidden in here. But I thought this gave me so much insight into what Tesla is thinking about all of this. Um, to your second question about you know using vehicles as a, as a buffer for renewable energy, you know this is definitely something that that's coming, and I think there's there's two ways to implement this. The the first is to use dynamic charging, and this is essentially you know intelligently commanding when the vehicles absorb their energy from the grid, you know to match up with when you have renewable energy you know available or cheap. You know, this is something we can do very, very easily with just essentially software and controls. We don't have to change any of the hardware, and there's no additional uh, regulatory or certification work needed. It's just essentially controlling the timing of when something would otherwise happen. So he says something very important here, dynamic charging, essentially a software program. And this is very important because to do the first piece of dynamic charging here, you do not need a two-way uh, system to be able to you know, take energy, but also put it back. You don't need to put it back. Here, what J.B. Straubel is saying is if we can just tell your car to charge when there's way too much solar energy, and then you know that'll be when your car charges, that's a really smart way to optimize the grid. This dynamic charging alone, as we get more EVs and more grid uh, and more solar, um, could be a huge, huge driver to sort of mitigate this curve but there's more if we want to actually send energy back from the car to the electricity grid this gets much more complex and you know that's something that I don't see being a, a, a very economic or viable uh, solution and in, in perhaps ever but certainly not in the near term you know the additional wear and tear and degradation on your vehicle battery you know, has a fairly high cost and many of the people and small businesses looking at this today, you know, don't take into account fully that degradation cost um, and also the additional inter, you know, interconnection cost 
because if you interconnect your vehicle, you do have new regulations that, that play a part. It has to interconnect in the same way that a solar system would on someone's home or on a business, which have different standards so that they can protect line operators and, and people on the grid. So this is where it gets very, very fascinating because JB, who's technically no longer with the company or is an advisor, currently working on Redwood Materials, basically here says that, you know, as much as this sounds exciting, um, the actual part of uploading energy back to the grid, you know, is not really that impressive because A, the biggest th reason why, and this is why tying back to the hardware, the million mile battery that Jeff Donis invented is so, so important because, you know, what do you, what are we talking about? Million mile battery. What's this buzzword mean? Well, right now, Tesla's batteries last between 300 to 500,000 miles. Then, you know, the battery's been charged and discharged too many times, like your phone, when you use it too much, the battery dies and it's not useful anymore. Well, Jeff Don's breakthrough, the crux of this big technology that matters, at least in the context we're talking about is is that it can charge for, you know, 4,000 cycles, 0 to 100, versus, you know, 1,000 or 2,000 cycles, 0 to 100. That's why the range or the amount of miles for a Tesla is going to go from 300 to 500,000 to a million miles. And this is exactly solving the problem that J.B. Straubel was mentioning years ago. The degradation of the battery, you know, adds up so much over time that you don't want to waste, you know, your precious battery to be as a, ha a backup for your home. But the second we have way, you know, an excess battery that's going to last for a bunch of extra cycles that we can charge from 0 to 100%, all of a sudden, the economics, um, you know, the, the pricing in of that degradation goes way down. All of a sudden, the economics of vehicle to grid makes so much, so much sense. And you layer that in with this auto bidder software that Tesla's developed to be able to optimize with dynamic charging, to be able to optimize, you know, when all these cars are, you know, being a buffer for the grid is fascinating. And I think this all ends up with what Jeff Don said here, which is that vehicle owners should be paid for this by utilities. I mean, there are stories um, that I've been hearing of like solar plants having to just turn off their solar plants because they're producing too much energy. The grid can't handle it. You know, we're scratching the surface of a massive infrastructure issue that's only getting bigger and bigger as we transition to electric vehicles and renewable energy. This, you know, how do we store all this energy? How do we even out, you know, energy consumption and production? Batteries are the key to that. And what really hit it to me is like, wow, we have a million Teslas on the road that are basically massive batteries, dozens of gigawatt hours of storage, excess storage and buffer that the grids desperately needs, all we need to figure out how to do is be able to plug them in. And, you know, all of a sudden the Tesla vehicles themselves can use AutoBidder to monetize their battery assets and provide key value to the grid and literally be paid for this. So imagine you plug in your Tesla. It has this bi-directional, you know, upload and download, assuming they can integrate that feature. Um, and, you know, JB Struggle, I guess, got proven wrong by this million mile battery. Um, you know, you would be able to, you know, wait until energy prices are super, super low because there's way too much solar, charge up your car, you know, wait at night until when everybody's using energy, sell that energy back. This will all be managed by AI and machine learning, uh, powering the auto better platform. And essentially your, your battery is just going to be optimizing, discharging, you know, acting as a very strategic buffer for the grid and getting paid to do so. You could be getting paid on a daily basis um, to buffer the grid. And that's what he's saying here. The future is very exciting. I mean, this is another revenue stream for your Tesla. You know, we're always talking about how do we get the cost of electric vehicles cheaper? You know, what's how do we improve the economic equation of allowing you to buy one? Vehicle to grid software is a huge lever. Um, Zach and Jesse from Now You Know have an excellent episode about all of this that I'd really recommend you watch. And the way they frame the economic value of this is, you know, if you buy your Tesla Model 3 is a 75 kilowatt hour pack. If you were to buy the equivalent amount of storage in Tesla's Powerwall product, the home storage product, just basically the same battery, but not in a car with wheels, um, you know, that's twenty-five dollars to $35,000 worth of home battery storage. I don't know if it'll have all that value, but that just goes to show you that this is a material amount. This could be thousands of dollars of revenue per year that auto bidder software can generate. 
So um, I predict, and this is me tying together all this extremely speculative, um, but I think to me what made me 100% convinced is Jeff Don said it right here very clearly. Tesla took it down two days later. This makes it as clear as day that this will happen. Tesla will announce vehicle to grid um, for all of their vehicles. This could be the hardware feature that Elon Musk is waiting on for battery day because he's going to want to say that all the cars going forward now have this feature or I don't know. You know, I'm kind of... And I also wanted to open this up to all of you, you know, is this going to go in the Model 3, Y, S, and X, or is it going to be delayed till the Cybertruck? Is it just going to be the Model S and X to reinvigorate sales of those vehicles? How does this actually get integrated if um, it is something that Tesla is going to announce? I have no idea. That's why I'm uh, making this episode to to sort of open it up to all of you and help me push this research forward along. Um, But I have, I, I don't know. I think this is an absolute game changer if it gets announced. It would be another revenue stream for Tesla. It, this fits with all Elon Musk comments about battery day totally blowing your mind. Um, and this is just another way that Tesla, you know, as much as they're a battery hardware company, is layering on top of this machine learning and artificial intelligence software to monetize these hardware assets, whether it's having your car drive itself with autopilot or having your battery, you know, monetize its battery storage or energy storage abilities with auto bidder. These are different ways that Tesla's using AI for you to get the most out of the hardware they're selling you. I think this is unbelievably fascinating. Um, I'm still processing it, and I would love to know what you think in the comments below. What is AutoBidder? Is Tesla working on vehicle to grid? Is there going to be a virtual power plant uh, feature, soft, software feature that gets launched that could generate thousands of revenue per year for, for Tesla owners who have vehicle to grid? Maybe. I don't know. And that would be a game changer. Let me know what you think in the comments below. I have another battery day uh, vid coming, so you should definitely subscribe because... Yeah, it's a good one. Anyway, see y'all next time. Peace.